Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Is no credentials required covering sports around the mighty 518. Part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. Here is your host, Ryan McCarthy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 66 of No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk about sports. We are powered by Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. Before we get into the episode, I always want to remind you to go to our social media accounts on Twitter and Instagram. It's at NoCredsREQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsREQ, and on YouTube, search for No Credentials Required, hit the subscribe button, hit the notifications button, that way you know when new videos come up. And on the podcast side, subscribe, subscribe, rate, review, share, share with your friends, especially if you live in the Muddy 518 area. Tell your friends about this podcast. We're looking to grow our network of followers and listeners locally at the five in the Mighty 518 area this year. So if you're listening in the Mighty 518 area code, share share this episode with a friend. Share this podcast with a friend. And again, tell them to subscribe. Tell them to rate. Tell them to review. Anywhere you can find podcasts, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, TuneIn, basically wherever you find podcasts. Before we get into this episode where we spend the night at the movies, we're going to talk about our favorite sports movies and get into some uh, conversations about movies in just a moment. But I want to remind you about one of our partners at Godzilla Media, and that is Johnstone Supply. Johnstone Supply in Troy is ready to help you as the frigid winter is kind of here, but also not here because it's February in New York State. 
and the weather weather is very weird. Now it's more important than ever to make your make sure your furnace or boiler is ready to handle the extra workload on the way in this winter. Plus, what happens if it breaks down? Make sure you tell your family, friends, and more. The place to call is Johnstone Supply in Troy at 518-272-5922. The crew at Johnstone Supply will give you the advice you need to get out of that dilemma and figure out the best solution for you. If you already know you must make a change this winter, Johnstone Supply has the new high-efficient John Goodman Furnace and NAV-EE-N boiler. Stop in the 6th Avenue to learn more or call Johnstone Supply at 518-272-5922. And do us a favor, hit twice for the counter guys and tell Tom, Kevin, James, or Rob that you heard it here. Uh, no credentials required. All right, let's get into Friends with Ryan. And my special guests this evening this evening are Jeff Levac from the Levac and Goss podcast, also president of the Albany Empire. I'm sorry, the National Arena League champion, Albany Empire. <laughs> he's the president of that. He's the president of the team. We've got Tom Goss-Goslowski, who is the creator of Godzilla Media, and we've got ourselves Matt Beamer from the Ramblin' About Racing podcast, who's one of our podcasts on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Check out Ramblin' About Racing. This week's going to be a new episode talking about the, their reactions to the Daytona 500. So without further ado, here is Friends with Ryan at the movies. <laughs> But you say he's just a friend. And you say he's just a friend. Oh. This is the Friends with Ryan segment, only on No Credentials Required. And welcome to the Friends with Ryan segment. This is where friends, both old and new, come to chat about sports on No Credentials Required. We've got a special night on No Credentials Required. We're going to talk about our favorite sports movies, ranking them from five to one. And I've got a really nice panel, really great panel, diverse panel. It's going to be our friends from Levac and Gaz on Godzilla Media. We got Jeff Levac. We've got Gaz, the president, CEO, CFO, and COO of Godzilla Media. And we got from the Rambling at Racing uh, about racing podcast for, at Belly Up Sports. At Belly Up Sports, we've got Matt Beamer. Well, guys, how are we all doing tonight? Good. I thought this was scary movies. I was ready for scary. I'm not ready for sports. I didn't. I wasn't prepared. Well, okay, well your life is a living scary fine. movie. So, uh, you know, as a president, right. Presidente of oh, Albany Empire. Yeah. Yeah. You had to bring it up. <laughs> That's why you're drinking. <laughs> All right. Let's go on to something else. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you, Matt. <laughs> nice to meet you guys, too. Thanks for having me on your show. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for joining us, Matt. We do, do appreciate. It. I know. I know your time is is kind of short because you got a, you got a, a new baby, and you've also got your podcast, which you're recording yep. tonight, uh, which is Rambling About Racing, which is one of yeah, our Daytona Five Hundred. Yeah, day. Yeah, the Daytona. There you go. Yeah, day, Daytona Five Hundred. Big, big. A lot of stuff to talk about and unwrap there over the past week and. Yeah, yeah. So take a listen on uh, on Belly Up Sports wherever or uh, wherever you find podcasts. So we're gonna start right away since I know your time is short, Matt. We're gonna go to you, and what are from okay. from ranking your top five movie sports movies from five to one? What's your what's your what's five and what's number one? And what according to you? 
one one would think that I just focus on racing movies, which is not the case, but because I, I do have a little bit of sports knowledge outside the world of auto racing here. But number <laughs> five for me would have to be For Love of the Game, Kevin Costner. Any baseball movie, really, with Kevin Costner. Field of Dreams didn't make the list, uh, but For Love of the Game was really such a great movie. I've seen it a few times, and uh, just one of those, you know, kind of you knew what was going to happen at the end when he pitched a no-hitter and stuff, but uh, – yeah, he uh, for love of the game would be number five for me. Number four, I think, would be kind of an old one. An old one. Not many people have probably heard of it. It's probably not up there with a lot of top fives in movies. But I, I used to watch it all the time as a kid. And uh, you remember the movie Ma- uh, Little Big League? Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where the kid, Absolutely. where this kid ended up owning the Minnesota Twins. And I used to watch that all the time. I, I loved that movie and, and and really just enjoyed that. Uh, and for whatever reason, it's just I've really liked ba- the two baseball movies right there. Uh, that was four. Number three would be uh, Rush. You guys ever see Rush? It's about uh, the championship season, Nicky Lauda and James Hunt, yep. Formula One, 1975, I believe, championship, yep. where it was just back and forth. And Ron Howard did a good job with that movie. He kind of, you know, took his own directive approach to it, but it's pretty much true to what happened during that season with Nicky Lauda's crash in Nuremberg, sidelining him yep. and then him saying, I'm done in Japan and Hunt winning the championship, I think, by four points. If I'm not mistaken, just an up. It was a good movie, and Ron Howard did a good job directing it. Uh, two, and, and this was a tough one for me, but I have to go with Rudy. Good, uh, one of those classic, uh, feel good football. You know, all around feel good story there with that, and uh, just really enjoy that movie. It gets me every time I feel. And then number one, kind of cliche here, being uh, racing podcast, Days of Thunder. Tom Cruise uh, hmm. and all, that whole production did such a great job. And in fact, they raced cars on the track during an actual Daytona 500 event. They weren't scored or anything, but little known fact, I don't know if anybody out there knows this, uh, Bobby Hamilton, who used to race in the Cup Series, a big time racer, uh, was actually one of the drivers for the cars. And that's how he got his start into the what was then Winston Cup Series. So, yeah, I, I would say what what I say? uh for love of the game, Major Big League, yep. Rush, Rudy, and Days of Thunder would be my top five sports movies. I like okay. it. I like a different list. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Didn't did you Levacan guys? Did you guys uh, back in your radio days? Did you didn't you interview Rudy? Oh, uh, Rudy! I think we did once. I don't know okay. if Gaz was there that day though. I I did. I did interview oh, you, Rudy. I think Levac and I might have had him. I know I did him. Syracuse, Notre Dame. I was told not to interview Rudy. I was advised, like, don't do the interview. I was like, what do you mean Uh-oh. don't do the interview? He's like, Rudy might come off a bit slow. So he mm-hmm. might not give you 10 minutes of good content. And sure enough, that person's warning was true, but good for Rudy Rudiger out there. Isn't that – that's? I think that's what happened. I think Gaz <laughs> then booked him for the show when Gaz was off. So I was – I had to talk <laughs> to Rudy for a good – <laughs> Our interviews usually went about eight, maybe ten minutes, and they're really good. I think it was like two and a half minutes. I think it was like, all right, buddy, good job, and then oh, see right. out there. And yeah, that. yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely a different list. I mean, I, I mean, there's a lot of different sports movies that people might think. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's like it's like uh, I know the, the the top fives usually are so subjective, but that was a pretty impressive list. I gotta say, I gotta say, it's yeah, uh, because it's different. different. 
It's different. It's different. I, I was thinking if you were you're a racing guy, Matt, I thought you'd go with uh, yeah. uh, Ricky Bo- the legend of Ricky Bobby, Talladega Knights. It, it was an, a thought of mine, but uh, I, I have to stick with what I feel are the the movies that I, I go back to and watch, and I can still watch today and say, yeah, those are well-done movies, and I'm surprised Field of Dreams didn't make the list, but you know, got to give it to Rudy, you got to give it to Days of Thunder to me, and that's... I, I dare say, I mean, everything but hockey was represented there, and Mighty Ducks was a no. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, well, thank you very much for adding for giving us your list. All right, we're going to go to Levac. Levac, let's get your uh, let's get your top five from five to one. Uh, your your favorite sports movies. See, this is you know me. Like I love all the movies, so it's hard for me to like to rate them all, especially just the top five. But uh, I'll go uh, The Longest Yard, not the Adam Sandler one, the Burt Reynolds one. The OG Burt Reynolds one. Yeah, that's that's one of the most amazing uh, fun movies where, you know, just the whole the forget reality. We're going to make a, a pro football team in a, in a jail and then we're going to, you know, have them be the the arc, you know, anti-hero. It's going to be great. Um, I love 61. I think 61 is one of my favorite baseball movies ever made. Um, it's not just because I'm a diehard Yankee fan, though. That definitely helps. I remember being on a date when that, like, when I first got that on DVD. And before we went out, I was like, yeah, I'm just so excited to watch this. And the girl said, let's watch it. And I was like, will you marry me? And we did get married later, but it was not anymore. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's, that's most good and no. <laughs> Caddyshack, it's not 100% a sports movie, but I, I love to give it the sports love. Um, so that, that's definitely on there. Um, it, it, the hard part for me is, is how many I love and how many different categories I could make. I'll go any given Sunday because the, the action yeah. shots were so amazing for football that it was like one of the first games, movies that brought you inside the game. And I remember it was one of the first football movies where you had to put a warning out, like you will get motion sickness if you're not careful watching this movie. Yeah. Uh, that, that was phenomenal. And then, like for my number one, anything starring The Rock, you know, Tooth Fairy, you know, uh, all of them. They're, they're anything with The Rock in it. And I'm, I'm 100. Scorpion, you know, Scorpion King. The I, I find that sporting. I do. Yeah, anything, anything, you know, Gridiron Gang. If The Rock, Moana. Yeah, Moana. Yeah. Uh, all, what can I say besides you're welcome? Anything with The Rock. Uh, I mean, you know, what what can I say besides you're welcome? Uh, honestly, like for me, the the you could you could put any one of those movies in at number one and I, i'll mm. i'll be happy with it but there i'd be lying if i told you like game plan didn't make me cry a little bit tooth fairy didn't didn't miss me up a little bit so you know maybe it's that i'm a dad i'm gonna give rock some love on that one i'm gonna put it in there I, maybe maybe flip the list if you want i don't know but rock gets in there for me see i would follow it up with what's your top five movies by from the rock but we kind of Game plan, Tooth Fairy, Gridiron Gang, you know, The Rundown. Uh, Ooh, The Rundown. Not, that's a good yeah, That's pretty yeah. good. Thunder and Lightning, baby. Thunder and Lightning. Um, you know, I could go on. Uh, season one of Ballers is probably one of the best, uh, you know, sports best movies ever made. Furious 67. Yeah. Oh, he's going to be so good in that. Souped up wheelchairs. Can't wait. <laughs> Cannot wait. San Andreas. Cannot wait. No Holds Barred star- starring Hulk Hogan and uh, and, and Zeus. So that was good. That's in. <laughs> I don't know. I have a top five thousand. Sorry, you have sixty-one belongs okay. on the list all the time, but the rest of them you can we can move around. Okay, so what's the worst sports movies? Like, what are some of the Field worst of sports movies? 
Field of Dreams. I hate Field of Dreams. Think about I'm sorry, Matt. Matt, I'm sorry. I see your face. I'm sorry. I hate Field of Dreams. I hate it. I hate it so much. He's frozen. I, I, soul, he, I admit it. You stunned him. He's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Matt just hung up. He's like, this is the worst wreck than what happened at the Daytona 500. <laughs> he agreed. Uh, I think he's not. just said the ghosts have got him. The ghosts have got him. The ghosts have got him. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to. But guys, I'm gonna go with you next. What are your top five? I guess you can say top five sports movies. If you, if you have an honorable mention, go ahead and throw oh, it. I'm out sorry, there. I forgot Air Bud. By the way, sorry. sorry. Air Bud. What about Most Valuable Primate? <laughs> no. Right. I've got a lot of things to complain about before I give my picks. I've got two complaints to start. Okay. First is a hot take. Okay. I don't know. We don't have to get into this discussion. We can if we want. I have to be honest. As a sports fan, as a person who works in sports, because his paychecks go to sports. Most sports movies aren't good. Like, they're just not. They're not. Here, here's the thing with sports, right? And that sounds like a diss. Sports documentaries, 30 for 30s, HBO, whatever, they are so far and away above anything else of any other genre. Where it's, if you're a sports fan, I would tell you, go watch sports docs ahead of movies because they're so much better than the movie. And that's not, a, again, that's, yeah. that's a compliment more than it is. So I hope people get that. Like that's the no, strength I, of sports stuff, right? I, really I don't disagree. Is. I don't disagree with you there. I mean, sports doc, I mean, there are some sports documentaries over the past. I'd probably say about 10, 10 two, one or two decades that are absolutely outstanding. And they are must watch. It's like the 30 for thirties, the last dance, which one of my, is probably the best sports documentary series ever. On well, for now, uh, until somebody tops it, but that brought me back. That I, rem- I, I reminisced all of Jordan's years. It's crazy. It's it's great. And then I, I'll add this to be like the uh, Siskel and Ebert of this. There's a big difference between best sports movies ever and your favorite sports movies, right? Because like a favorite movie, like I love Anchorman. I love Entourage, the TV show. Those are not going to win Oscars. Like they're just not. no, <laughs> but I like them. They're my favorites. So I did best sports movies ever. Like if I had to give you five really good sports movies to watch, I would watch these five. If that's changing the rules and that's okay. I just changed the rules on your own podcast. How dare you? But that's okay. uh, go ahead. <laughs> but you know what? I still have Caddyshack on at five. Caddyshack is a really good movie and it's, I think aged well enough through the years it's passed and it's still really funny. So I got Caddyshack at five. I wanted to put Raging Bull here at four, but I have too many mm. boxy movies on my list, so Raging Bull just missed the cut. I've got Remember the Titans at four. As crazy as this sounds, mm-hmm. there's a chance, even though that movie came out in the year 2000, they could remake Remember the Titans now, and I think it actually would be better. Like, because of all the racial tension and, like, how football's developed and if you have a different Denzel... I actually think you could remake Remember the Titans. It could be just as good, if not better, now, which is weird with all the movie remakes that have happened. What, what if most- you remade it? What if you remade it now the reverse way, where it's hard to be a white dude getting on a black football team? <laughs> I insane. know, I, you know, <laughs> I've got, I've got a move, I got a hot take for movies with that, but we'll, we'll okay. keep going with gossip because I right. think that would be. I think first of all, you know, it's going to get publicity. You're not going to have to worry about like paying to market that thing. Oh, yeah. And uh, and and if you do it right, it could actually be really good. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah, uh, one of the most criminally underrated sports movies of all time, maybe over time it will actually get right, is The Fighter, with Christian Bale and yes. Mark Wahlberg and Melissa Leo, two Oscar winners in that movie for acting. Great movie. 
I'm biased to this one because it came out my junior year, the summer of my junior year, Friday Night Lights. Loved that, especially at that time when it came out where I'm playing high school football. That would hit for me. I loved that movie. And mm -hmm. has no one said Rocky? Rocky number one. The awards, was, the acting, the the meaning, yeah. the multiple films that came after it. Rocky at number one. Rocky, Rocky's on my top five for sure. I'm going to say yep. I'm going to say what nobody wants to hear. You can't watch Rocky unless you are in the mood to watch Rocky. Like if Rocky comes on on a random yeah. Sunday, you're hungover, whatever, it's slow and it's boring. I'm sorry. I'm going to be like, yeah. you have to be in the mood to watch Rocky. Where like any given Sunday, I can watch anytime. 61, I can watch anytime. You know, the Tooth Fairy, anytime. Any given Sunday, <laughs> I, I anytime. You, you, but Rocky, it's like, oh, he's going to yell Adrian right now. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it all the time. And it's like, you know, I mentioned that Caddyshack kind of aged well. Remember the Titans can be better. Rocky is, as you said, Levac. It would not work on Netflix. Like if you put the first ten minutes of Rocky, it's like, oh man, like get going here, buddy. Right. Let's get moved. Yeah, totally with you on that. Hold on a second. I got hold on. My dog's out. Of Air Bud, Air Bud, Levac's dog Camel was not happy that Air Bud missed the cut. <laughs> All right, I'm just right. I'm running mine he, down right he, now, so I don't forget. He legitimately waits until I'm sitting in front of this stupid camera and goes crazy. You didn't like, like that you didn't have Air Bud on the list. Right? Well, I did. I gave it out of a mention. <laughs> God, all six of them, or whatever the hell, however many. I don't, what are there more of? Fast and the Furious or Air Bud? <laughs> Fast and the Furious gotta be. Ooh. I don't know. Do we count the Buddies movies where they're puppies? I think. I think Ooh. if you do, it starts to get close. Hmm. It's a very good question. Ryan's like, why did I why did I call these two? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Hunter's list Air Bud 2 Air back on the list. <laughs> 12. And now that marijuana is legal, Air Bud's a whole other movie. Like you can make a whole new movie, <laughs> same title, completely different. Air score Bud done by Afro Man. Air Bud, Air Bud 420. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The score by Afro Man. Everybody, everybody's everybody's playing basketball high. Right. It's perfect. I drove by a basketball court today. I thought I hit a skunk. It was per it's, a, it's where it gave me the. That's why I decided to write the movie. <laughs> we could we could make a screenplay about that for sure, yeah. for sure. <laughs> All right, so here's my top five. <laughs> honorable, honorable mention is uh, any given Sunday. Obviously, it's a fantastic movie. I, I saw it on December thirty. Actually, saw it in the theater with my brothers, December thirty first, nineteen ninety nine. You're old. Uh, I know. Well, you're older. <laughs> right, you can't prove it. Wait, can't prove it. Right, I gotta I got, I got stop real quick. Were you guys preparing for Y2K in the movie theater? Where you're like, you know what? If things go bad, yes. at least I'm legitimately. Legitimately, it was in the back of my mind the entire time I was watching the movie. I'm like, oh god, what if this movie stops in the middle of the thing? We got an EMP, and we're doomed. We're screwed. Yeah, they, they had glow sticks with them just in case. You know, some yeah. clean water. <laughs> this is not a rave. This is uh, this is a movie theater because it's Y2K. <laughs> Gotta be able to see our way out, guys. Yeah, right. Just crack and shake, crack and shake until we find our way. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Somebody's doing this with the glow sticks. Yeah. On ecstasy. And then you start and then you start hoping. And then you start hoping for Y2K. Yeah. <laughs> I just have this moment of like the football's a game of inches speech while Ryan's on the floor with the glow stick, like working his switch through in the background. <laughs> Oh, good times. Y2K was just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my, my, my list is on the kind of off the beaten path. 
that's how it's usually how I roll too. That as you guys know. So number five, we got Mister my one of my favorite top five favorite movies, Mister Baseball with Tom Selleck, where he goes. It's to a good Japan. movie. It's a it's great a movie. movie. It's a fantastic hole in, movie. Hole in swing. <laughs> I want her to hit <laughs> all the cultural differences. He says he says the wrong thing, and just, they call him Gaijin, and he tries to do a hot foot, and it backfires because. Nobody knows. Nobody knows how to do a. Nobody knows in Japan, a Japanese baseball how to do a hot foot. He's trying to bring in all these things from America, and he just no, you can't do that. But one of my favorite parts is when he when he goes to his manager's house with a bottle of whiskey and cigars and said, "You got tradition. You got tradition in Japan. Drink and tell off your boss, and you can't hold it against you." I'm like, I want I want that here. <laughs> I want that tradition here in America. All right, so my number five is, is, is Mr. I've gotten away with it in most places I've worked. Yeah, <laughs> I work remote for an insurance company, and when I'm not doing this, so it's it kind of what's defeat defeat the purpose. <laughs> and I get fired. every time I every time I insult my boss, I get promoted. That's why I'm the president of the Albany Empire. <laughs> <laughs> it helps me best friends with the boss. <laughs> like that scene in Ted. No way. Define help. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my number five is Mr. Baseball. My number four is Goon. I don't know if you guys ever saw it. Really? I've, I've never seen it. I've, seen, oh. I've, I've heard of it. Okay. Stifler's so based, in it, right? What, yeah, Stifler's in it. He's the, he's the main character. He's Doug Glatt. So it's based off it's, – it's, it's written it's written and directed by Jay Baruchel. So it's based on the true story of Doug Smith, who was just a bouncer in, in South Boston – uh, people saw how he, that he fought, and people and others say, "Hey, why don't you try playing hockey?" And he did semi-pro for a while, and then he got called up. He went he went to the AHL for a bit with the the oil or the Cape Breton Oilers, in the AHL, and he actually wrote a book about it. And this movie's based on that book. And if I get my hands on that book, it'd be great, and I can try to interview him for no credentials required. That's an idea. But but there's a lot of really great one-liners in that movie too. Uh, like the give and take between the Russian defenseman and then the goaltender from Saskatchewan. It's like two rules. Don't touch my effing Percocet. And do you have any effing Percocet? <laughs> 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 I saw that line every time. All right. So number three, number three is remember the Titans. Yeah, it's, mm. it's, it's, I think it's on most people's, I think, how did the thing is on most people's, like, except for Matt, but it's on most people's like top five or top 10 sports movies because it's a little bit disney-fied but but it's also uh based on a true story yeah the only problem i have with it is i really like the character who uh, i can't think of his name the the white dude who starts as a jerk and then figures everything out but then still and he gets hurt in a car accident or whatever the hell it is Gary Bird- like, yeah, yeah. But his like real name is like ryan hurd i believe i think it's opie from uh, sons of anarchy so every time I watch it now, I'm like, Opie! Like, it's just Gary. <laughs> it brings back wounds from Sons of Anarchy. So I have trouble separating all the pieces. I'm glad I'm glad you have that reaction because I also have a reaction during Remember the Titans. It's the scene where Ryan Reynolds, not Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling gets taken out of the game. And yeah. he yells out, Yost, he's taking Allen out. But any time a player with the last name Allen gets taken out of the game, somebody of my friend group back home in Syracuse will yell out, he's taking <laughs> Allen out! <laughs> so he was two-time player of the week in class, class, class three football. That's right. That's right. What are you doing? <laughs> he's staying out of this girl. 
I don't know if you ever, guys ever saw this meme, but it says, yeah, Ryan Gosling is great, but you remember he was a defensive liability in defensive defense. Remember the Titans for the first, <laughs> the first half of the movie? Yeah. I, I don't like it because it also reminds me of the Tennessee Titans, which I just, I hate them. So <laughs> it's I, hate, a- I just hate the Tennessee Titans. So the flaming thumb tax. There it is. Yes. <laughs> I actually, I actually, I actually, uh, when I went, I went to Washington a couple, uh, about twenty years or so ago, and I remember uh, actually driving by TC Williams High School, uh, TC Williams High School in Alexandria. It's, it, I think they filmed it at TC Williams High School too. That's very cool. Correct. Yeah. All right. So three, number three, remember Titans. Number two, Slapshot. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. I'm surprised nobody. You got a lot of hockey love in your. I got two hockey. I, I love. Well, I'm a hockey guy. I can't. You gotta remember, but like T- Slapshot and Goon, they're two of my favorite movies, and yes, they're on this list. But I mean, Slapshot was. It's fun. It was, the best part of it is, is that Slapshot was actually written by a woman. Really? Yes. Uh, I forgot her. Nancy's her first name. I can't remember her last name. Hang on, I can look it up. It was written by a woman. And who else is all? You know who also also is, is in that movie is Ralphie's Ralphie Parker's mom. She's <laughs> <laughs> she's in the she's in a scene in the movie with Paul Newman. No doubt. I can't believe you guys are doing all these hockey movies. You didn't put Youngblood in a tour de force for a young Rob Lowe oh, and Patrick Swayze. That's true. I mean, you got to hit the bag, pillow hands. I mean, that's I, every once in a while I say that, and no one knows what I'm talking about. But I mean. <laughs> Nancy Dowd. Nancy Dowd was the, Nancy Ooh. Dowd was the writer. Did you know that her middle name is Wellen? <laughs> wow, there it is. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I just stopped his own show. <laughs> I actually thought Ryan Welcome. went to his notes and wrote it down. <laughs> Welcome to no, former no. friends of Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the first time and last time I have Levac and guys on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be in this podcast again. No. <laughs> yeah. So Nancy Dowd wrote wrote Slapshot, and num- my number one movie is Rocky. Mm. That's cliche, though. You guys are cliche. You guys are cliche. I, well, the the reason why is because I think the reason why because it works for me because it it says okay yeah he lost the end but. It's an underdog story, A, written by an underdog story of a guy, B, and it sets up for the sequel. Like everything, the ending sets up for the sequel and the everything else afterwards. So, and Rocky Four, FYI, Rocky Four 
end of the Cold War. I am uh, the first original. Cold War. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm holding that. I'm holding to that. And well, I hope he goes and fight somebody in Russia right now because Ukraine could use some help. Oh, yeah. Rocky <laughs> Ten. Right. If, 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 if we could be okay, and they could be okay. I can't remember what he says anymore. Oh. Uh, if I can change, and you yes. can change, yeah. we all I'll can change. change. The oh. Russian translator's trying to, now yeah. he's just trying to keep up with his slurring words because he's punch drunk, literally. <laughs> Does anybody watch that and instantly think of Surreal Life and how, how far Brigitte Nielsen fell? I know. <laughs> she went from being like Dolph Lundgren and, and Sylvester Stallone's woman to hooking up with Flavor Flav. And, and oh. not even cool Flavor Flav, like what's left of Flavor Flav. Oh. Like like Flavor Packet Flav. You mean, not you mean even the real left, deal. You mean what's left of Brigitte Nelson hooked up with what's left of, of, of Flavor Flav. Oh. Yeah, Is that, she still that, with us? Ouch. Uh, I don't know. No, I Bridget Nielsen. I believe she's still. I'm, no, I think she's still with us. Hold on, I'm a, don't listen. Don't be killing people. That's that's not right. The surreal I'm life had a up. few members check out. I believe. I know we already, Mini Me was on that season. I believe as well. Maybe. Here we go. Mini Me is checked out. I thought Bridget Nielsen may have Mini gone. Me, Mini Me is gone. And, and, and you might, I think you're thinking of Anna Nicole Smith. She you was may, also yeah, on that season. No, she wasn't on that season. But I'm just thinking like because I know she had the reality show on E. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing a past. Okay, but, still with us. But a lot of her. But all of her. Like, so her. I mean, she dated Mark Gassineau, Flavor Flav. Yep, I remember, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that too. So that was a huge. Stallone. That was a huge thing in in the New York tabloids back then. Yeah, holy crap! Mark Gassineau, New York Sack Exchange. There you go. Sorry, right, dog well. wants in. <laughs> but. I, I, I'm trying to think of the, one of the worst sports movies I've ever seen. I'll give, you, I'll give you a worst sports, sports movie. movie. Draft Day. What? I like Draft Day. I haven't Here's, seen Draft Day. Here's the problem with Draft Day. My top two worst Kevin sports Gossard. movies of all time are Draft Day and a movie called Salt. I had to watch that in college about this Cuban baseball player who didn't make it and just had to work at like a hotel. I'm like, dude, this is just sad. I don't want to watch this movie. I thought this Salt was about Angelina Jolie fighting crime on like 787. Yeah. You know what? You're right. That is Salt. This movie was called Sugar. That's right. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> was, <laughs> was your dad in it? Was your dad in it? It's called Sugar. Uh, but Draft Day, here's the problem with Draft Day. The draft's better. Like the, the draft, I don't think people get it. Like watching the draft live and in person and trades and everything. The event itself is better than draft day. So I thought draft day was pretty lame. Tell that to Browns fans. That's the first time they felt like they won the draft. (laughs) (sighs) The dog is biting my hand while we're talking. He said, don't pick on the Browns. What about bench warmers with Rob Schneider? I like bench warmers. Good movie. That's a great movie. That's mostly like, like to, to guys's point, sports is such great drama. That when you make a drama version of it, it just feels hokey and knockoffish. But when you make a comedy sports movie, it's amazing almost every time. Like I, I, I made the mis- I watched Underdog. I watched the Kurt Warner story, and all I kept thinking the entire time is, why is Chuck and the chick from True Blood who kept showing me her boobs pretending to be in love and broke? I know they got money. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're you mean, on you mean, YouTube. Yeah, sh- yeah, Shazam and uh, Rogue. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and right. Our, and and friend of and friend of Godzilla Media, Colin oh. Taylor, playing Ricky Prol. Yeah, CT. Well, it was friend of Levac and Gods before before that. Oh, sorry. Well, no, well, he's also friends with No Credentials Required. So Jesus, the dog just <laughs> took out. He's like, the dog is going crazy all of a sudden. You know what? I think Levac. I think you just said this too. Like. What makes a good sports comedy is that some sports take themselves so serious when you just look at them in a different way. Like Ryan, you said that about slap, uh, slap shot, right? Like, yeah, um, it's different. Uh, Happy Gilmore, right? Golf yep. in a completely different way. Blades well, of Glory about ice skating, completely they're different repli- way. They're replacements. They're replacements. Well, they're replacements. Based on a true story, but still. But but think about dodgeball. Like dodgeball, like it's almost like they went, okay, here's the formula for a great sports movie. We need an underdog. We need a unlikable giant like Goliath, and then we need just a compelling, just everybody likes each other, like makes everybody feel good by the end story. And they went, yeah, let's do it about dodgeball. And everybody went, that won't work. And they were like, yeah, we'll watch. And here we go. Like they moved in a little, a little, a little S&M in there and everything, something for everybody. Did, did you know that actually the original ending of the movie was was uh, Ben Stiller's character, actually the, the Cobras actually won. That was supposed to be the original ending. And in test really? results, it tested so bad they redid it with with average Joe's winning the whole thing. Huh. So they so that ending exists. I want to see it now. Yeah, like, let's put it out. Let's see it. Let's uh, that would be by it's, by on, a, it's on the DVD. It's on DVD. Oh, is it? I don't know. Oh, I, don't know I didn't know anymore. that. I use yeah, all it's my on the DVD. Um, by your definition, though, guys, that means it would be your number one movie because they they would come so far, but they would still lose, like Rocky. <laughs> It stink. What would yeah. Chuck Norris be involved? There'd be no Chuck Norris reference, right? He would just spin kick him at the end. He'd spin kick them. Definitely Chuck He's like, Norris. Like, what's fair is fair. Screw you guys. <laughs> you losers. Average hoes. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody remember the Chuck Norris lever from the old Conan O'Brien show? Yes, and just Walker no. the Texas Walker Texas Ranger would come on. That's right. He would like click it, and like a whole clip of Walker Texas Ranger would pop up on the screen. It was phenomenal. Wow, wow! If we had a budget, we would do that on Levac and Gaz. We don't have a budget. <laughs> Gaz has been holding the check of mine for like a month and a half. Oh, it's right here, here it Right on the screen, email, somebody, by the way. Put it on the screen so somebody can like remote deposit it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> You're Jeff Levesque. 75, well, I guess I am. 75 cents to somebody. The dog yeah. is now climbing behind the couch. Like, what the hell? He's a weird dude. Like, you're Jeff Levesque? What? Yes, I am. Wow, you're a lot prettier than you than uh, I've seen. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> wow. Former friends of uh, Ryan. That's the name of this podcast. Is. Hey, you tag it's me. I'll tag you back. <laughs> Listen, you know, you put those glasses on, I get better looking. Don't act like you don't think of that. Come on now. <laughs> What's up? You want some, you want to need some credentials to get all of this. That's all I'm saying. Wow, credentials required. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah I can hear you. No, what are you doing? What are you <laughs> doing? Oh, you're going sideways. You're going. Wow, this is this is this is, has gone literally gone. God's sideways. is a tech nightmare. God's has literally gone sideways. <laughs> True story. Went over to God's house to do the podcast. His son Rex figured out the broadcaster before he did. He's like hitting buttons, making sound effects go, popping people up and down, looking at me like, yeah, stay away from me, fat boy. But like, the guy still has no idea how the thing works. 
It reminds me of his seed say. It's probably why he. Uh, it's probably why he figured it out. <laughs> but he, he's still trying to teach God how to use the seed say. <laughs> no, Dad, the cow goes moo. Look. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> awesome button you press. So, I, a while ago, like during pandemic, I actually came up with an idea of of top of a thirty for thirties. I would like to see if you had a budget with the with the wide leader. Uh, what kind of documentaries or or, or kind of uh, what, what documentaries would you guys want to see that hasn't the stories that have not been told? I'll go first. The firing and quitting of uh, Levac and Goss. That's that's what I would like to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what if I told you? What if I told you? <laughs> what if two I told afternoon you the revenue meant nothing? <laughs> uh, what if I told you Levac is getting more bitter over time? It's weird. Uh, <laughs> dear God, I That's hope you don't when have he snapped. Levac <laughs> yeah. missed radio all of a sudden and started taking out on the last place he found radio. Um, <laughs> I got one. Uh, is, right. it, is it too soon for the Johnny Manziel 30 for 30? You both I, I want to say oh. yes. Okay. I want is, to say are, yes. It, it's always too soon for the Johnny Mizzle. Like we've all heard that story before. Guy's moderately talented, gets full of himself, screws himself over, doesn't work hard enough, likes drugs more than football. Like yeah, it's it's been done. It's been done. It's been done, sir. How about I'd rather do one on McMahon before I would do that. Let's see Jim McMahon. Like let's see the guy who likes all the stuff Manziel like, but still was successful. Ooh, okay. Hmm. How the hell did he get allowed to BYU? That's a 30 for 30 in its own. Well, that's, that's part of the story. Let me part of the story. What about Steve Young? Like, that's a, talking about BU, BYU. Like, here's a guy who obviously has all the talent in the world. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like, wasted for years. He gets to San Francisco and he takes over and wins Super Bowls. There's another good one for you. Yep. And has his career, unfortunately, ended by concussion after concussion after concussion. John Gruden? Oh, that, that's. But will we get the truth? No. That's the what NFL, I want to know. The, the NFL is like the FBI or the CIA. There's like so many secrets that you can't tell. They get leaked, then nobody will trust the league ever again. <laughs> but how amazing would it be if, like, James Earl Jones or Morgan Freeman had to read all the emails? Oh, like an amazing, <laughs> just an amazing no. voiceover, and like halfway through, John, like John, I, no. I'm gonna choke this one. <laughs> Even better, Giancarlo Esposito. That oh, would be a great voiceover. One. The guy from Breaking Bad, Breaking oh. Bad, uh, Community. That's a good one. Chevy <laughs> Chase's half brother from Community. Ooh, I'm just saying, like, I, there's so many. Like, like I just. I, I would love to know what the email said at this point. I would love to know, but like you'd have to turn that directly into like, like sneakily in the background, the real story of Daniel Snyder that they won't let you know. So it's like, you're sitting there, you think you're talking about John Gruden, but meanwhile, in the background, it's like Daniel Snyder fondled six cheerleaders on a plane. Like, like, like it's just in the background <laughs> where you can't see it. Not to, not to make it sad, but there's two like crime dramas in sports that I think of real quick. I don't know if you guys remember the guy named Bison Daly, Bison Daly, Bison Daly, Scott Williams. Yes. Who got killed on a boat by like a family member. It was like murdered on a boat. Yeah. And and then there's another basketball. Was it Carson Daly that killed him? 
No, it's not Carson oh, Daly. <laughs> There's another basketball player whose wife um, had him murdered with a hitman. Like, basically the Ray Cruz story, but backwards. Whoa. And they got away with it for 10 years until th- the evidence came out. Steve McNair. Like, there's a couple, like, yeah. crime drama sports ones that would be really fascinating. I'm just, like, now I'm just thinking, of, like, hidden camera stuff. Like, I would just want somebody to follow Mayweather around. Um, how long until Jake Paul just ends up being a wreck in the middle of, like, you know, the, in the in the back corner of a strip club with a spike in his arm? So that would be right? good. Let's just yeah. get ahead of that one. Oh. Yeah. Even I though I'm not a fan of this, Kyrie. Would you want to watch a Kyrie 30 for 30? Probably not, but I'd be fascinated to watch that brain say nonsense for 90 minutes. And it, well, you gotta remember, he is the guy who hit the game winning shot in 2016 that gave the Cavaliers the title. That's the weird part of it all. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not even the weirdest thing from that team that year. I don't think J.R. Smith put a shirt on yet. No, is he golfing right? Isn't he golfing right now for like, NC, yes, NC, North Carolina A and T? Just the collar, not a shirt. Just the collar. Just the collar. Who are yours? Well, one of mine, one of mine, would I, I mentioned back in the day on a round for the weekend was uh, was the, the the whole story of the CFL in the United States, how they try to expand it in the United States, and with the exception of one one or two cities completely bombed. I would love to know some of the stories, but the backstories behind that, behind behind those. Um, think of another one. I'm trying to think of the other ones I, I mentioned. What about the Hartford Whalers or the Quebec Nordiques? As a hockey fan that you are, oh, the, the WHLs, yeah. the I mean, WHA teams that uh, only one still exists <laughs> technically. They already yeah, made the Trashers one. The Trashers thing is great on Netflix. Yeah. That was a great time. Because I, I, I remember right. going to there was uh, games with uh, when the Adirondack Frostbite were in town. Steve Levy and uh, Barry Melrose owned that team. They co-owned that team. You know, you know what would be uh, – and this might only be for Yankee fans – the Kevin Moss story. Like Kevin Moss Ooh. is like the boogeyman for any Yankee slugger who has a good season. It's like, are you going to be real? Are you going to be – Oh, where's my light? Hold on. Are, are you gonna be? Are you gonna be real, or are you just gonna be the next Kevin Moss? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, where is he now? <laughs> to pick to piggyback off that idea, Levac. What about all the guys that Stein, all the tra- players that Steinbrenner traded, who turned out to be absolute stu- absolute studs? Oh, Jay Buhner. <laughs> no, I, don't even, I don't even want to be here anymore. That's, I, I remember that there was a time when you could legitimately go through like every stat leader column, and maybe there's two or three guys on there that are Yankees, but the rest of them are like former Yankees, like home runs, Jay Buhner, and then. You know, just on an Al Leiter going to tear as a pitcher. All those guys were out. Oh, it was, it was torture. It was torture. I had to go back to my 27 title rings and just cry. <laughs> I think I actually have Al Leiter's Yankee rookie card somewhere. Ooh. I'm sure I do in my attic. I've got a Ricky Henderson rookie card. the one card I've, I'm still proud of. I've got I've got a bunch of – got a binder. I have a bunch of cards. I've got a Michael Jordan 91 Skybox. Whoa. Pretty, That'll be a good good to get. <laughs> I, Tra- oh, yeah, there I mean, we go. The trade the trading card business. Like the the um, like kind of the ups and downs and the ins and outs and of the trading card business and I don't know, there's just some suspicion not so suspicious about it, but just 
it's just the underbelly of that world would seem very fascinating. But you get to like 87 tops and you'd be like, everybody'd be like, all right, well, then they started printing them off too quickly and now they don't mean anything and move on. <laughs> it's just post COVID like boom and disappearing again. Yeah. I think I have like four partial, like I have one complete season and maybe like three partial, like 87 tops where it's like I'm missing like two cards in each. <laughs> like they were just everywhere. You couldn't get, and I was like, ah, oh, these are going to make me rich one day. And then I brought them to a card shop and he's like, yeah, you want to see the 75 stacks I got over there? I'm like, no, not really. Thanks. Point made. Nope. Bye. The, wasn't wasn't there like a torn, a, a partially torn, or like half half of a Honus Wagner card that sold for like a million dollars yeah. recently? Insane money, insane money, insane amount of money. Crazy. How about Billy Ripken having a card where it says "F you" on the bottom of the bat, being worth more than F, anything? No, it's F face, F face. Yeah, F face, right, right. <laughs> and like, and it was worth more than anything Cal Ripken did. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> sad. Oh, yeah, how about we do one on all the good Orioles teams? Oh, sorry, guys. Oh. He can't hear oh, it. We lost him. So <laughs> he, he got so offended. I don't, he know dropped was, off. like, I don't know if he just couldn't figure it out or he's like, F this, I'm out. I think he's just like, <laughs> oh, I'm so insulted. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, on that well, note. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> um, oh, oh, he's back on. All right. <laughs> someone, someone tried calling me on my phone while you guys. Were I, th- I, I thought we thought you got insulted and just dropped off the stream after after Levac gave that idea. Uh, we were talking about the Levac and Goss thirty for thirty game. What if I told you? Now the no, stage. I, just, I said, "What do we do? What do we do? What do we do on all the good uh, Orioles teams?" And it's only three minutes long. You know what? I'm starting to have some connection issues again. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The, and her, what, what, what if I dropping. told you Jeffrey oh. Mayer is behind you? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, things oh, getting goodness. fuzzy again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, I think this is a good, good, good spot to wrap things up. Fellas, that, was that was like seven minutes ago, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> We just caught talking about other. Will any of this ever air? Yes. <laughs> yes, it will. Right up until, right up until Matt signed off. Then, it, then it's over. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be edited in with like Spanish speaking voices, French. Yo quiero Taco Bell. That guy only knows Yo Taco Bell. Big surprise. Yeah. I love right. Sugar the movie. All right. Goodbye, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep right. me off your show. I'm leaving. No, I, I didn't fire you yet. But anyway, yeah, thank um, you. <laughs> so <laughs> all right. So starting with Gaz, where can people where can people find you? Uh, you can find me gazdilamedia.com at Tom Gaz T O M G O Z Z on Twitter. Uh, search Spotify. Truck Stop Seven on the Thruway. That's right, Levac and Gaz. On Gazdilla Media, all those good spots. Levac, <laughs> how about you? Uh, I can be found uh, at the Jeff Levac on Twitter. Levac and Gaz, the podcast, uh, some other podcasts I might do eventually, and uh, drinking my pain away from being the team president of the Albany Empire. Call for your <laughs> tickets now, 518-714-2200, extension 101 or 105. We've got two extensions because we really want you to come to the games. No mask mandate. Woo! Hey. Hopefully, hopefully that does not apply for the uh, – uh, hopefully that applies for the uh, people who are covering, too, like a certain uh, – podcast host <clears throat> um <laughs> all right we'll so 
we'll see. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in just a second. We'll be, you're listening to No Credentials Required. And I want to thank my guests, Levac, Gaz, and Matt. And Matt didn't get a chance to advertise his socials for uh, Rambling About Racing. Racing, you can find them on Twitter, at Rambling Racing Pod, Instagram, Rambling About Racing, and on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Rambling About Racing. They also have a website, ramblingaboutracing.com. You can find them wherever you search for podcasts. And I posed the same question on Facebook and Twitter this afternoon, and I had some pretty interesting reactions in regards to other people's top five sports movies. Got a reaction from Two Drunk Brothers and a podcast, one of our podcasts on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. From five to one, their five were Field of Dreams, then Friday Night Lights, Varsity Blues, Coach Carter, and their number one movie was Moneyball. Interesting five. William King, who's uh, also one of the guys from the Mighty 518, He's also one of our contributors at Belly Up Sports on the in the uh, MMA department. And his top five movies were The Hustler, The Sandlot, Creed, Rocky IV, and Remember the Titans as his number one movie. From the Sports Stove podcast, Vince Stover, we'll have to have him back on. He actually he's actually a friend of the podcast. He's actually been on a, a couple of couple of the podcasts uh, he was on for the Friday night ha- the Friday happy hour days he's also in episode 19 recorded all the way back in January of last year he says on Twitter loved miracle and remember the Titans Muddy Ducks is a classic and rookie of the year was my go-to as a kid and also on Facebook we had friend of the show Tim Capper who was in episode 46 back in november he talked about his love for canadian football and for the arena football league and he uh, reacted on facebook and he said his top five was phil of dreams the sandlot bull durham happy gilmore and remember the titans see the remember titans seems to be pretty universal in terms of in terms of sports movies so not a bad choice for all around pretty popular choice so that'll do it for this edition of No Credentials Required. Again, I want to thank my guests, Lavac and Gaz and Matt Beamer from Rambling About Racing. I want to remind you about our social media accounts on Twitter and Instagram. It's NoCredsREQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsREQ. And on YouTube, search No Credentials Required. Hit subscribe, hit notifications. Also, if you want to rep the show, buy a t-shirt on our Bonfire store, Bonfire.com. Search No Credentials Required. You got some nice t-shirts there. Men's, women's, hoodies. Also got... Some uh, We also have a special t-shirt for a fundraiser for No Shave November, specialized logo with a beard for the uh, No Credentials Required podcast. So thanks for listening to this episode of No Credentials Required. I've been your host, Brian McCarthy. You've been listening to No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk about sports. We'll talk to you again next time. Courtesy of Joseph McDade. Check him out and support his music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No credentials required as a Belly Up Sports Podcast Network production in association with Godzilla Media. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.